This is a Capricorn FM podcast. There is a, a feature that uh, News 24 is running called 100 Young Mandelas 2023. So they've got 100 Young Mandelas. And as I understand it, these are people that were nominated because of the works that they do in commun- in the community and society. And they were able to investigate and compile the work and then be able to assess and put them in that list of the 100 Young Mandelas. So we picked up two of the 100 Young Mandelas and this is no ascending or descending order involved. And we're going to start speak to to two of those let's let's start with uh, makungu baloi now makungu baloi is 26 is from palabora and does work around mental health and 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 um so 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 let, let's bring her in and look at the work that she, she she does around mental health makungu good evening and welcome good evening thank you for having me good evening thank you very much for joining us first i was just explaining just slightly how you got involved into the 100 young mandela's 2023 with with news 24 just 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 give us a, a a brief description of how that works and how you were involved yes um so news 24 released an article or you know telling people to nominate others that they feel that we're making a, an impact in their respective fields mm. um it was mental health i think climate change as well so social justice and a few other categories um so a few of the people nominated me and um, you had to also submit why you think this person can be chosen as the, you know, the 100 young Mandelas. Mm. So, yeah, they only released, like they told us all today. So we found out through email this morning mm. that we had been chosen as the 100 young Mandelas. Were you aware you were being nominated? Yes, um, I also sent it to one of my friends as well. The people yeah. that I knew had journeyed with me and, and, you know, the page that I've been running. And I was like, hey, guys, this is something that New Saint 24 is doing. Mm. And, yeah, whenever you have the time, please nominate me as well. Okay, so this is a fair question to you then. What is it that you do that has gotten you the nomination, even gotten you into the 100 Young Mandelas? Sure. Um, yeah, I would say there are many people doing a lot of things that have inspired me as well. Um, one thing that, uh, so I'm an occupational therapist by profession, and we deal with different uh, disabilities, also with mental illness as well. And it was in second year where I realized a lot of my family members and close friends didn't know about like the things that I was learning, like what is depression, how to handle a panic attack, and things that I felt needed to be known by the community. So that's when I started sharing mental health content on my WhatsApp, on my Instagram, which later evolved to advocacy for mental health. So for the past three years, I've been dedicating the page to evidence-based information that you know I would give to my patients, but also felt that people, even before you're admitted into a hospital, you need to know. So um, that, I would say, has allowed me to be nominated and chosen because yeah. of you know, the impact that they've probably seen over the years, yeah. and it's not just a wonderful thing. Okay, so you said give to your patients. Yes. What do you do? I'm an occupational therapist by profession, and mm-hmm. um, so I deal with um, various disabilities, including mental health care. Mm. Okay. The subject of mental health care, which is one you treat, I saw on your... On, 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 on your Twitter account that uh, when you were discussing and the different engagements that you're in and you're speaking engagements yes. and so on. Uh, t- talk to us about your experience in dealing with that subject as you engage with 
your patients or even people outside your immediate space of interaction? So, yeah, it's something that I find really fulfilling and I've been privileged to work um, in a, you know, private mental health care in Johannesburg in Centurion. And one thing I've noticed or a common theme that has come out is people are afraid to reach out because of the environment that has been created within their close family and friends. So, for example, if we keep, if we watch a movie and, and that has someone with, who's mentally ill and you comment, oh, you know, how, how can they be so crazy? This is why this is happening in their life. And those stigmatizing language, that person feels scared to even reach out to their close family and friends. So it's like a common theme I've realized when I'm treating patients and also outside that, you know, we all want to reach out to our loved ones, but it's almost that fear of what will they say or based on their comments of previous people who have been mentally unwell. Mm, mm. And, mm. And, and you also look at it in the workplace. Yes, as well, yeah. Okay, so, so I what, also she said... Yeah. Mm. What happens in the, in the workplace? What is your general so, observation? Yeah. Yes. Um, so one thing about occupational therapists is that we assess your job so we can see what the emotional demands, the physical demands, the mental demands of your job are. Mm. But we also know the person. We've done the research. We understand a human being's needs. So then we can match the two. And, and what I've found is when someone is mentally unwell, it also yeah. portrays in their workplace. Um, or when they're overburdened at work, it affects their mental health as well, which can lead to burnout. Yeah. Let's just do a free consult, if you will. Now, there's a book I'm reading, and it talks about how living with someone with disability also impacts the people around the person. Uh, yes. That while the person is impacted by uh, having a mental strenuous condition, they are actually impacting those around them, and those that are around them must be aware that they have someone who is... Uh, 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 also facing one, two, three. Yeah. And mm. one thing I've, I can say about this is that we are social beings. We are created to live in community with each other. So as much as one can be mentally unwell and need support of those around them, those around them also want to support the person. Mm. So one thing that mental illness sometimes, especially with depression, it makes you feel as though I'm a burden to someone else and those thoughts of, you know, I'm not worthy to receive this type of love or, um, you know, I'm, yeah, my parents are spending money on my medication or family members need to change their schedule, which can make you withdraw even more. Mm. Um, and then that causes that, you know, that frustration of, you know, I want to be there for you, but I don't know how to. And, you know, I don't want you to be there for me or I don't know how to express. Yeah. So that's where you'd say the, the divide or where it feels like one is carrying each other. But I want to just highlight that we are you know, we need each other yeah. and um, creating that environment that, you know, okay, I can reach out to someone and they want to help me yeah. and that other person can reach out to me knowing that the support is felt. Yeah. You, you, you're you 26 yeah. and as you said, you've studied a human being, understand the needs and wants of a human being. But when yes. you are engaging with human beings of different levels and, and ages, what is the reception yeah. like? So um, this is actually funny for me because I always think of, especially if I'm engaging with um, men um, who are older than me and I'd consider, you know, my dad and uncles. Yeah. It's always funny when they're like, what am I going to tell this little girl? 
And I always laugh and say, you know what, let's wait and see. And after therapy, it's always just like, wow, you know, now we're almost, you don't see the age. Mm. So um, one thing, that's the power of also, I'd say, going to school for it mm. in terms of um, just understanding that I might be young, but I'm here to help you. I've gone to school for it. They've coached, they've, you know, they've trained us. Mm. to understand what mental illness is and how to best support you. So it's always like that in the beginning. Mm. And then after the therapy, it's like, yo, okay, like, let's, let's continue type of thing. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations for being in the 2023 100 Young Mandelas. Thank you very much for taking the time and engaging and taking this very, very important subject. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Good evening to you. That is Makungu Valoi there. She's uh, 26 and uh, that, that's an area she's she's working on. I saw that she has a speaking engagement on Women's Day. So she's going to be a, a speaker there as well. And there will be other speakers speaking on many other subjects that are relevant to the day and the related matters. Okay. So I want to speak to another young 100 Mandela of 2023 that is Murano Nematahi. So Murano is from Toando. She's 32 and does humanitarian work. So she joins us on the line. Murano, good evening and welcome. Good evening and good evening to the listeners. Good evening, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. So I was saying you're part of the 100 Young Mandelas. What does that mean? That is recognition for the work that you do within communities. Mm. So this is an initiative by News24 where they recognize and celebrate 100 young people Mm. throughout the country who are doing work in different categories. So Mm. I was nominated and celebrated for the work that I do in terms of financial literacy and literacy. Oh, so it's financial literacy and literacy? Yes. Okay. I run an advisory company, EmpowerX Advisory Services, mm. and also run Empowerment Book Club and Empower Kids Reading Club. It's all around using literacy to change the world in terms of empowering people and mm. also introducing them to opportunities available that they can take part in because they are literate. The book club and the reading club, well, how does it work? So with the book club, we read a book a month and then we meet the last Sunday of the month over Zoom with women all over the country and also in other neighboring countries to review the book that we've read in terms of what are the learnings and what are we going to do going forward based on what we've experienced from the book itself. And then with the Reading Club, we meet with the children of Moraga Village, where mm. I stay, which is 20K from Toyando. And with that, we are teaching young children the power of literacy, how they can read and also get opportunity to stand up and share about what they've read about. So you're giving them an opportunity to fight, straight, fight, mm. to mm. be confident and also be able mm. to represent themselves and represent others mm. within their community. It's our way of giving back and we involve the parents and the community at large to ensure that our own children know that we are supporting them in mm. their studies. How do you get the books? We have partnered with uh, different organizations and then we've 
got a donation from Bibliones South Africa. Yeah. So they do donations to organizations and schools. So because we are part of the Literacy Association of South Africa, LITASA, yeah. we've managed to establish those relationships. But we are open to say whoever is willing to donate the books to us can reach out and then our children can have a large variety of books that they can read and explore. Mm. Now, in terms of the advisor, the financial advisor, how does it work? With financial advisory, first of all, uh, planning services and also intermediary services. So basically we teach financial literacy and then after those workshops we walk the journey with people in terms of having a flexible financial plan. So risk planning, which is insurance, investment planning, um, retirement planning, wills and trust. So those are some of the areas that we look at and on a monthly basis we have what we call monthly money meetings. Our next one for August is happening on the 1st mm. of August where we meet with people and we share about financial literacy tips. The next one is focusing on entrepreneurs to say, as you are as an entrepreneur, what can you do in order to ensure that you're financial literate yeah. and there's success in your business? So different topics, understanding banking, using credit wisely, mm. and also budgeting itself on its own. So we break it down and then we make those available on our Empower X Advisory Services YouTube channel in terms of the recording. And, and this is not to say anything about the work. It, are these fields you trained in or these are areas you're interested in? These are the fields that I trained in. I'm a certified financial planner by profession, mm. meaning that I've got an undergrad in accounting, a postgrad in financial planning, and I'm a member of the Financial Planning Institute of South Africa, mm. which is the FPI, and then with that comes the CSP designation, which is a certified financial planner. There mm. is about 5,000 certified financial planners in the country, mm. and I'm one of those who are saying there is more that we can do if we focus on financial planning and also do that within communities with our people. I have topics for you for the future that we should we should discuss, but we'll discuss that uh, some other time. But tell me, when you, you're speaking and when you're engaging in the community where you operate, what, what, what strikes you when you engage people in terms of what you share? The beauty about the work that we do is that people are ready. They just need the content. They just need to get organized. And then they just need to be reminded that financial planning is for them. Literacy is for them. Because when we talk about professional services, most people do this in cities. But we decided let's put Muraga Village on the map. When we take up global stages, we still say from Muraga Village so that know that the work that we do, the professional work that we do is for them and they can change their lives by taking part on what is available. So it's such joy and pleasure being able to assist people, even if you're just certifying documents for them, but having that opportunity to teach them what it means in its totality. Mm. And um, it, it's life-changing. Yeah. Some people now are showing interest in a career in financial something that people don't know about mm. and then when they find out they want to explore and now involving the university the TVET, the Financial Planning Institute to say how do we promote this profession um, how do we promote literacy at large so that our people can move from one level to another so doing this work within our communities the support from um, the, the local authority 
has been such a joy. Right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Good evening to you. Thank you. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.